Broadcasting live from the center of the universe. Presenting the world's only business school without the BS. With optometrist and entrepreneur, Dr. Robert Zellner and USSBA Entrepreneur of the Year, Clay Clark. Get ready to enter the Thrive Time Show on Talk Radio 1170. Yes, sir. It's Ian Clay, broadcasting from the box in the 918. Business school in the topic today. Check the system, plus it's getting you paid. Show you how a father of five with maniacal focus to teach the proven moves, no hocus pocus. Cause get rich quick is not a move, but the proven system will make your life improve. See, I'm more than just a rhymer, like a horse with blinders. Focused on the Thrive Time Show, it's where you find us. He be the Z and I be the C. Teaching business skills from clay to Z. We both grew up poor, but we're poor no more. The goal of this show is to help you score. So I couldn't see the light until my son could see. But I learned to rock the mic in the high school scene. A young DJ with a billion dollar dream. Numb to the pain that rejection brings So I like a sock farmer sweating for that green Now I'm on your radio with a thank you and please Share this podcast with a friend and a mean Now let's talk some business from play to see This is the uh, time show on the radio mm-hmm. Yes it is Oh Eric Chubb, it is all about you. I thought you were saying all listener. about Stu. It's not about you, Chubb. Oh. It's about the listener. Chubb, okay. Chub, we've, we've talked about this just, many times behind the scenes. I'm an only child. It's lingering issues. The I'm show is it. about the listener. I'm working on it. And today we're talking about part two of our series on the mind is what the mind is fed and learning to block out negativity. Now, if you missed the Friday show, we talked about concept number one. You want to be intentional about what you put into your head because the mind finally comes to take on the nature of the influences which dominate it, according to Napoleon Hill. And so Dr. Z and I, we listed out the seven ways you can be intentional about what you put into your mind. The people that you choose to be with, the music that you choose to listen to, the audio, you know, self-help audio books, things like that you choose to listen to the visuals you put in front of you, the geography where you where you actually live, the actual views, the scenery, you know, maybe you need to go see the mountains on a consistent basis. And the smells, you know, make sure you have that aroma of success. Oh, yeah. Now we're talking about concept number two is you must believe it before you can achieve it. And so I'm going to ask Charles Kolaw, one of our guests today on today's show. By the way, Charles, how are you doing today, my friend? I am doing wonderful. Thank you. I know you've never been in the man cave before, but could you kind of explain the visual splendor that you're experiencing for the first time? <laughs> well, it's awesome. It's, it's, you definitely can tell this is Clay, and this is uh, <laughs> his take on a lot of things, and it's, it's really pretty cool. It's pretty... Uh, you know, all the uplights, got all the Edison bulbs, we got the books everywhere, <laughs> got pinion wood stapled to the walls everywhere. You've created your... Uh, your, your, your environment with the views and smells and audio and all that stuff. So, so I, this is where I want to ask this question because Napoleon Hill says on page 70 of the 1945 edition of the self-help classic, Think and Grow Rich. He says, faith is the starting point of all accumulation of riches. Faith is the starting point of all accumulation of riches. And I don't care whether it's religious faith or not, I just want to get your real and raw uh, story. When you started Koloff Fitness, how many years ago did you start Koloff Fitness? I think it was uh, see here, um, August. Well, Koloff Fitness. Yeah. Uh, be 2005. 2005. And so it's 2017 now. 
and you just finished opening up your newest location. Can you describe for the listeners where that location is located and how Clay, big it is? it's 2018. I mean, come on, buddy. You it's know what? 2018 I haven't been now. outside for several weeks. I don't know. Not this year yet. It's, <laughs> have you been in a tomb? Steve, I think I was, I, you know why I said 2017, really? What? You're looking like it's 2015. <laughs> right. You look so yeah, good. Can, thank you. That's thank my you that's my best recovery you know, I could come uh, up with. That's the, the listeners didn't know I was here yet, so I was just, you know, that was Th- my way you, of thank saying. Thank you for blooding barging, your barging in there. W- welcome to 2018, folks. <laughs> so, so Charles, this is 13 years you've been in business, and can you just describe your newest location, how big it is and where it's located? We're located in Topeka, Kansas. It's a little over 20,000 square feet, and yeah. So Co-Law Fitness, C-O-L-A-W. Co-Law Fitness in Topeka, Kansas. How many members do you have in your Bartlesville location? Uh, Roughly. Three, I mean, 3,000-ish or so. What about in Joplin? How are you doing in Joplin? Do you, you have like four or five right members around, out right there? around 5,000. Are 5, there 3,000 people in so, Bartlesville? Well, like there are that many people live there? It just depends on the time or? of year, too, but yeah, certainly. <laughs> He worked out an auto ship at the DMV where you go in there to get your license, <laughs> right. and then they just automatically give you a Kolaw Fitness membership. Yes. But no, seriously, like a tenth of the population of Bartlesville is a member, and then you have over there in, in a Joplin, you guys have thousands of members, and now you just opened up a new facility, and can you describe the level of, of love and the level of just uh, feedback and positive you're having from the, from the, the Topeka community so far since opening that location? Oh, they they love it. They, my, the thing there is that there was a huge opportunity at that that lo- location. They had no major uh, low cost models there, and of course, they don't have anything like we have because we're kind of unique. We have a strong Christian moral compass, and uh, there's not anything out there like that. So, when you decided to open up your fitness business 13 years ago, how did you start? Like, what did your day? I mean, where did you start? Uh, specifically on a, on, a, on a physical level. Where did you start Koloff Fitness? I started out of my, actually, my living room, training one client at a time, um, and just started like that. Yeah. So you were training out of your living room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, how big of a house were we talking? Was it like a, it was a we mansion? Got, well, it was like 15,000 square about, foot. Of, it was a $115,000 house. That's what I get. $115,000 No, house. no, 115,000 square feet. Yes. No. Is what, <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice. Yeah, I he's, he's so full of it. went for that, right? Yeah. So you started so out of a house. Started out of a house. Yeah, basically, uh, we had a. Uh, uh, I I love fitness and personal training, and we started right out of the house. And I had um, me and my wife. We decided to put a little studio in the living room, and it took off. And you know, how tall are you? I'm. <laughs> I'm six four. What size shoes do you wear? Oh my god! No, seriously, I want to just. <laughs> how, how tall are you? I'm six foot three and a half. Six foot four. How much do you weigh? Two sixty. And what's your body fat percentage typically? Uh, Probably around six or seven. Okay, so he's a walking billboard. He's six, six or four. seven pounds of it is fat. He's kind of fat. <laughs> <laughs> he's six foot now. And real quick, I want to make sure. I just want to make sure you understand how big Harrison is on the Patriots. James Harrison, you're six four and you weigh. You said two sixty. Uh huh. James Harrison is six feet tall. It weighs 276. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm looking at him. I'm like, And he's solid what? muscle, James Harrison. So that means if you were with James Harrison, he would be shorter than you by four inches, but outweigh you by 10 pounds. You're like, mm. no neck. And, oh, yeah. but you're a massive man. So the thing is, when you see people and you say, hey, I would like to talk to you about personal training. They run. They, they know that. Well, they right. know that you are committed to fitness. Yes. But I want to ask you: When you, we talk about the concept of believing it, that believe it before you can before you can achieve it, did you 
believe that you could build a big thing? Do you have in your mind's eye a big fitness empire in your mind's eye when you first started training people out of a hundred and fifty thousand dollar house? Well, my store, fifteen hundred fifteen thousand dollar house. Yeah, I, I actually well see in high school. I was real thin at first, and then I put on a lot of weight, and I got up to over 300 pounds, and then I actually leaned it all down and did a bodybuilding show and, and started doing real well. So I was actually overweight at one point and actually was little at one point. So there's, there's several different things, but I can kind of connect with people. If they say, hey, I want to put on muscle or I want to lose weight. I've had several seasons in my life where I've done that. And so I was passionate about it. So for me, it really was like not hard at all to be successful in it. I just loved what I did, and I love people. How did you get your first customers? How did you do that? Oh, yeah. Well, I actually started at a YMCA and started helping one or two people. for. Actually, I do it all for free. No, I mean, did you walk up to somebody? I mean, these are the things people want to know. Did you walk up to someone and just say, hey, I would like to train you. Did you have a flyer? Did you have a website? How did you get new customers? Well, <laughs> at first I did it very, very, I was horrible at it. And I would just, I, I, I looked really good because I just won a bodybuilding show. But prior to that, I was 303 and really fat. So everybody was like really amazed at my change. So I had people coming to me saying, what do you do? What do you do? And then I just give them stuff that I did. And they started doing better and being successful. And I thought, this is my calling. I love helping people. I felt like I was good at it. And so anytime you feel like you're good at something, you, you get really engaged. Just before the radio show, he was outside crushing steel cans in his forehead. It's like how he gets prepped. <laughs> crushing think, steel cans? Yeah. Like Where they do you aluminum. buy these steel, They're not steel aluminum. cans? They're not aluminum. <laughs> these are like frozen. These are kegs. They, these the are full-size kegs. Because <laughs> it's like really cold. So he's just out in the park, out in the parking lot at Thrive just crushing cans on nice. his head. Sometimes I and, paint myself green. Nice. <laughs> no, but in all sincerity, you... <laughs> started with just your physical body and I passing lost, out I, flyers I, I, or right, what? right out of high school I, I, I lost 83 pounds and I had a guy who's a trainer help me with it and then I did a fitness show and I got second and I was so my self-esteem just boomed and I thought huh if I can do this I'm a freaking knucklehead and I could easily help other people so that's what I did I started helping people one-on-one -on -one. so Chuck as a business coach mm -hmm. you see a lot of entrepreneurs that come in kind of beaten up they they started a business you know four or five years ago, and they've never really been profitable. And according to Forbes, eight out of ten businesses fail. That's not a good number. And so, what is your role like as a business coach in helping people build up their faith? So, at you know one side of the equation is like the marketing and increasing revenue, right? So we help clients uh, figure out what their purple cow can be, how they can differentiate from their their competition. We figure out what uh, offer they need to get in front of their ideal and likely buyers. And on the other side of the coin, we also help people systemize and duplicate themselves so that they can create some time freedom because we don't want people getting stuck in the loop where the business is doing awesome, but your life is awful because you have no time. You don't see your family. You don't see your kids. It's not a good thing. So can you explain what you mean by your business doing well? but your life doing awful yeah it's the doom loop okay we talk about this all the time the doom loop and it's whenever you're the only you're the you're the superstar you're the only one that can really do the main you have things. seen this happen i've seen i this give happen. you the floor preach I've the good news happen. of this, not ruining your life to grow your business th this was the story of my parents so I, this was my whole life growing up the, the better my parents construction company did the worse their life was because they didn't know how to train people they didn't know the right way to hire people they didn't know how to hold people accountable so my dad would end up having to go out and do all of the important jobs himself Therefore, the more money the business was making, the more business we were doing, the worse his life was because he was busier and busier and busier and didn't have any help. And so we, we really teach people. And <clears throat> one really cool thing uh, is you, we can get straight into this stuff if you guys come out to our workshop. We're going to help you out immediately. It's not like uh, we're 
just going to talk about this thing. We're going to teach you the systems you need to know. There's one entrepreneur that I've worked with, and we call this concept FOIL. Mm -hmm. We call this FOIL, but he has anxiety when managing people. And so what we discovered was that he was refusing to manage his people because for him, it was actually um, an emotionally stressful thing yeah. to manage people. It was actually a terrible thing. So I, call, I, told, I said, hey, listen, we're going to call this concept FOIL. He says, what are you talking about? I said, what we're going to do is when you, when you grill chicken, it's hot. So hot. On that grill. But if you wrap it in foil, it doesn't get all the particles of the grill. On. If you're using like a public grill, you might want to use that public grill, but you don't want whatever's left on that grill. And so right. you wrap it in foil. And so somebody listening to this show right now, you might need to learn how to do a foil management system where you can empower other people to manage people. Right. Or you might need to learn how to do it in a systematic way. But either way, if you come out to our February, what, what day is our next conference there, Chuck? 16th and 17th. It's a Friday and Saturday. If you go out to our February 16th and 17th conference, we're going to teach you specifically how you can create both time, freedom, and financial freedom. Now, Chep, all they have to do is they, they, they need to go to all the listeners right now. If you want to get free tickets, two, two, free, two tickets. free tickets. All you have to do is go to iTunes, and then what happens, Chep? Then you need to uh, uh, subscribe to the podcast. Okay, click the stars, and then leave us a rating. Tell us what you like about the show. What do you want to hear more of? Uh, screenshot the rating. Okay, screenshot it and email it to info at thrive fifteen dot com. Email that at info at thrive15.com and send your contact phone number as well so we can get a hold of you. And when you come out, Charles will bench press you. <laughs> and, and, and crush a can for you. Yeah, first, okay. first up, we, we have never talked to Charles a about, can. A, attending. He's been to previous <laughs> workshops. When we come back, I'd like to get Charles's take on the workshops and the kind of things that you can learn at those workshops before we get back into how you can develop mm. your faith in yourself as an entrepreneur. Stay tuned. It's the Thrive Time Show on your radio. See, I'm more than just a rhymer, like a horse with blinders, focused on the Thrive Time Show. Broadcasting live from the center of the universe, it's business school without the BS. Featuring optometrist-turned-entrepreneur, Dr. Robert Zellner, with USSBA Entrepreneur of the Year, Clay Clark. 1980 was the year of my conception. From the dorm room, found a DJ connection. Entrepreneur of the year in 07. On my path to the top, I learned a lot of lessons. Kicked out of college, writing a parody rap. I dissed ORU like a trumpet rosy recap. I've been known for getting stuff done. I'm giving the crap in the jock and I win. So while my competition naps. Now it is a Thrive Time Show on your radio. Catch the broadcast or the podcast download if you got to be. Business will help it grow. God's got a plan you just didn't yet know about workflow systems, scripts, and hiring. He's motivating yourself when you need inspiring. These faces are made for radio and not TV. Talking everything from play to Z. Auto washes, bangs, haircuts, and glasses. You want to sell the body sold to the masses. No classes or prerequisites. Just business school as raw as it gets. It's a drive time show on the radio. Yes, it is. Oh, yeah. Welcome back to The Conversation. It is the Thrive Time Show on your radio. And today we're talking about the mind becomes what the mind is fed and learning how to block out that negativity. So this is concept number two we're teaching is you must believe it before you can achieve it. So I'm going to give you an example right now that is very small. But in our life, my personal life, my wife and I, it was big. Um, we went out to dinner this past Friday, and I do this all the time with my wife. And I say, what is on your current schedule that you don't like? Like, what is it 
on the schedule that you feel overwhelmed with? What burdens do you have that I could take? What do you got? And she said, well, right now, you know, with one of our particular companies, we're growing so much, I want to move off. I think that just the weekly payroll is overwhelming. And I said, okay, so let's switch it to biweekly. Oh, we, yeah. we work together, you know? So that's going to free up, you know, four hours a week right there. And I said, what else? And she said, well, we homeschool. We have professional teachers that teach our kids, but we school them at home. And she says, I just, I really would like to have one extra teacher that could help out with the kids to help develop because, you know, certain, certain we have five kids. And so like Havana excelled in one area and maybe isn't as good in a different area. And Aubrey's great in an area and isn't, good, isn't as good in a certain area. We want our kids to be the best they can be in all areas. And so Vanessa said, I really would like to have another person help out with the kids. I said, what else? She said, you know, I, back in the day when we, after we sold the DJ business, you know, we used to travel uh, once a month to a fun city. I'd, I'd like to start doing that again. And I'm like, okay, what else? And we do this all the time. And so everything that we talked about at our uh, uh, dinner, I have already put on my to-do list and onto the calendar. So next week, poof, all of those issues are gone because we're going to eliminate things that are in our way. But a lot of times, if you've never been around success, you just feel like that's the way life is supposed to be. And you start to feel like that you're always going to have a job you don't like. And if you ask the coworkers or people you know, according to Gallup, and Chep, I'd like to put the, the, the stat on the screen there, but according to Gallup, over 70% of people, we'll add this to the show notes if you go to thrivetimeshow.com and click on the podcast, over 70% of people, according to Gallup, hate their jobs. So I want to get, Charles, I want to get your take because you're a guest today. I really want to uh, tap into your wisdom with this. When did you realize that you, as a, as, an, as a trainer working for another company, had the capacity to start your own business? When did that at first occur to you where you thought, you know what, I can do that? And how did you go about actually becoming self-employed? Well, when I first really started training for a company called 24-Hour Fitness, the uh my manager actually, you know, she'd show up and leave at certain times. I'm there like four hours before she comes to work. Like I'd get there at four thirty every morning. You're four hours to work before your manager. Yes, and then <laughs> I would be there till eleven o'clock at night every night. So when I worked for Twenty Four Hour Fitness, within about sixty days, I ranked third in the company. There's about seventeen trainers, and there's two hundred and like or three hundred and twenty locations, and I was nineteen and. um he thought I, it was I, actually 24-hour fitness. He had to do it for 24 hours a day. <laughs> oh, so no. I, was like, <laughs> I was trying to work 24 hours. I, I, and I was going full-time school, full-time work, and I made like $80-some thousand dollars that year. Right. Just working, working, working. And I loved training, and I had like awesome results with everybody. And so I got written up twice for stuff like – you falsified your time ledger. You didn't like you know, do this at this time. I'm like, I'm here four hours before you even get here. And I'm here four or five hours after you leave. And I'm getting like four or five hours of sleep and that's it. And I'm doing full-time college at the same time. And so I thought, okay, uh, I could probably do this for myself and I don't need anybody to motivate me. So Steve Currington, when did you determine that you had what it takes to become self-employed? You obviously started out in debt collection. I know you've worked at Quick Trip and you've had... Anybody listening to this show, if you ever started at the bottom, Steve started at the bottom too. But when did you realize you had what it took to become a self-employed person? Well, I got um, I got helped. You know, Charles said he got written up a couple times. I got written up a lot. And uh, <laughs> for what? 
I don't know. I, I don't think I'm you a don't very know. good. You don't want to talk about it. We don't really want to bring that up. It's been long enough. Steve, it's been long enough. There might have been some firing. I, I might have become self-employed right after becoming unemployed. Oh, and okay. so that's how, <laughs> <laughs> that's how you uh, help yourself into self-employment is you go, well... But you got to But you have so. to do what Napoleon Hill says here on page 70 of Thinking Grow Rich. You have to have faith. He says faith is the starting point of all accumulation of riches. And so Charles, you actually attended a workshop before I got to know you. Uh, one of our Thrive Time show workshops. Can you explain to the listeners out there what an in-person two-day interactive 15-hour Thrive Time show workshop is like? It basically I loved it primarily because it has every one of the markers that truly matter. I have an MBA and I have gone to a lot of, you know, education and school and stuff far as in college and it has value and there's a lot of neat stuff you do learn, but it doesn't move the needle. And when you go, they're actually talking about stuff that you can do soon as you leave. And for me, you know, when it comes to like, Hey, I actually, I don't, I'm not employed by somebody. I'm not getting paid on a salary or just to breathe air, I actually have to move the needle. It was very encouraging to say, wow, these components will really help me move the needle for what equates to dollars. So Chup, if anybody is listening out there, they're an entrepreneur or aspiring entrepreneur, and they want to attend our workshop, but they don't necessarily want to pay for it. You know, I mean, I think people want to be frugal. They want to be good stewards of their finances. Hey, if there's a good deal out there, you got to take advantage of it. If someone wants to avoid paying $99 per ticket, Walk us through how all the listeners can get a free ticket. Okay, so you're going to want to search for Thrive Time Show in the word iTunes, okay? Click the link that comes up next showing the Thrive Time result, and then that's going to open up a page, and you'll click Open in iTunes. That's what you want to do, okay? Click Open in iTunes. Open in iTunes. Then you're going to want to hit Subscribe, and then Rate and Review us, okay? Hit the stars. Fill out the thing. Uh, let us know what stars. you think. And then um, take a screenshot. Send it to info at thrive15.com, info at thrive15.com with your contact info, and we're going to get you two free tickets Normally $99 each to our February 16th and 17th workshop. Now, here's an action step that everybody can do during the break. We come back. We come back. I mean, we're going to get back into this, but I want to make sure this is something you could do during the commercial break. You can write down a list of problems that you can solve for the world that they would be willing to pay you to solve. Make a list of problems that you can solve for the world that they would be willing to pay you to solve. And then you can become an entrepreneur. That's all you have to do. When we come back, we're going to teach you the next step on building your faith as an entrepreneur and how you can learn how to block out the negativity that never stops as a human on the planet Earth. Stay tuned. I remember my days back in, in the, the dorm room, tuned to the gloom like the temple of doom. Get ready to enter the Thrive Time Show. Yes, sir. It's Ian Clay, broadcaster from the box in the 918. Business school in the topic today. Check the syllabus, is getting you paid. Make business boom is what we do. You can do it, let us show you. I'm a father of five with maniacal focus. To teach the proven moves, no hocus pocus. Cause get rich quick is not a move. But the proven system will make your life improve. See, I'm more than just a rhymer, like a horse with blinders. Focused on the Thrive Time Show is where you find us. He be the Z and I be the C. Teaching business skills from clay to Z. We both grew up poor, but we're poor no more. The goal of this show is to help you score. So I couldn't see the light until my son could see. But I learned to rock the mic in the high school scene. A young DJ with a million dollar dream. Numb to the pain that rejection brings. So I like a sock, farmer sweated for that green. Now I'm on your radio with a thank you and please. Share this podcast with 
a friend of enemy. Now it's talks of business from late to see. It's a drop time show on the radio. Yes, it is. Oh, yeah. All right, welcome back to the drop time show on your radio. And I think a lot of people have asked me this, so I'm going to go ahead and answer it as a group. People say, why do you guys do that show? Like what? What's the deal? Is the deal? We yeah. have people that tell us they love it, but they always have a, a question about my motive. Why? And so I'm going to share with you my motive for doing this show. Uh, there's a difference between motive and motif. Oh, uh, motif Ooh. is kind of a a faux, kind of a fake, the facade, a facade. Okay. Um, and a, a motive is that's my true reason for doing this. The inner, the inner, the core. Yeah. Well, um, well. The first thing is I, when I first started DJ Connection, I started my dorm room uh, because I started being intentional about what I put in my head. I read all the books we have here in the Man Cave studio. I've got all the books here. I've read you know, Think and Grow Rich. I read Russell Simmons' book. Russell Simmons' book made the biggest impact on me first. Stretch. It was called The Life and Times Damn. of Russell Simmons. I read that. You know, I read Highly Effective, uh, How to Win Friends and uh, How to Win Influence People, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And I remember reading, though, Russell Simmons' Life and Death, and I thought to myself, gosh, I have what it takes. He started hip-hop by promoting parties. I could pay for college by promoting parties. I'm going to become a professional disc jockey. I'd been doing it for two years paid, but I thought I'm going to scale this thing. Well, once I did that, then I started running into my next problem, which is I didn't believe that I had what it took to scale it even bigger. And once I did that, then I started to feel guilt because people would ask me, hey, bro, can I have a second of your time? I'd like to pick your brain. And my wife knows I always said yes. So I said, let's do it. So I'd sit down with them. My kids, you know, are looking for dad to come home at five or six. Five or six, I'm at a Panera Bread talking to some random guy I just met who wants to know how to grow a business. Six or seven, my kids are looking for dad to come home. I'm sitting there talking with a random guy about how he can grow his business. Seven or eight, my kids are looking for me to come home. I'm out there talking to a guy about how to grow his business. Eight or nine, my wife has been calling me. Uh, I come home. She says, "I I really wish that you would invest time with your kids. I said, but baby, I'm teaching people how to be successful. She goes, why don't you teach your own kids how to be successful? And so I was pulling my marriage apart to help people get their start. Right, that hurt. And when you when you pull your 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 marriage apart to help other people get a start, that's not a sustainable move. And so I decided to start a business coaching program called Make Your Life Epic, and this would have been in 2007. So this would be uh, you know what 11 years into it, and people are having massive growth. But I was charging people, you know, four and five thousand a month because it was just me doing. I had already sold DJ Connection, and I wanted to find a way to help people. And I figured if I'm going to spend my whole day helping your business, I'm going to charge you for it. And uh, but then it occurred to me, you know, we got to make it affordable, Chef. We got to find a way where we can help the average person start a successful company. We have to scale for eight dollars and twenty-five cents an hour. For some reason, that, that as I remember talking to somebody, and they were like, "Yeah, you know, I've got a couple employees. I pay them eight fifty an hour." And I remember thinking. Those employees aren't helping you grow the business. They're just basically no. uh, consuming resources and doing the minimal, uh, the minimally viable work they need to do. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to build a business coaching program that for less money than it would cost you to hire those people, you get videography, photography, graphic design, consulting, performance, everything you need to know, management training, leadership training, sales training, and a workshop, sales training. It's all included for $8.25 an hour. For less than, less than it would cost you to hire even one full-time employee, you're going to have all that. And as I started uh, coaching more businesses, they all started having a lot of success. And this is where we ran into this third issue. Concept number three. 
As we're talking about guarding your mindset, that your mind becomes the mind is fed, is that people started to become what they were allowing in their life. Yep. So as you scale your business, you're now around more and more employees, more and more people. And if you're not careful, their morality, the average of their morality will become your morality. The average of their mindset becomes your mindset. There's more of them than you, and then they begin to invade and contaminate your mindset. So, Charles, you now have thousands of customers at Koloff Fitness. So I would like to ask you, how do you guard yourself about you know what you're allowing into your life because you will become what you allow into your life so how do you block out negative thoughts into your life that maybe come from customers employees and people that aren't you well everything you just talked about is very some a lot of the components i have had to deal with a little bit through the last 10 years and you know when it comes to blocking people out that aren't gonna you know take you to the promised land it reminds me of there's a proverb, thir- Proverbs thirteen twenty. Walk with wise men, you'll be wise. Walk with fools, you'll be destroyed. And the people you surround yourself with are going to influence you. And so you know, Proverbs thirteen twenty was the Bible verse that you're quoting there. For anybody who's taking notes, that's Proverbs thirteen twenty, and we'll put that verse up on the show notes. But I'm going to read to you, read it to you now. Um, it says, "Walk with the wise and become wise." For a companion of fools suffers harm. So this is this is a concept, this is a teaching moment, and I want to get your take on this, Charles. I want to get Steve's take on this. We come back from the break as well. But you want to write down, just to start, 2018, write down five successful people that you want to spend more time with this year. Yeah. Because you will become the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. So, Charles, I mean, are you intentional about who you spend time with? Yeah, and I was going to say, through the last 10 years of me running Koloff Fitness, most of my friends have been like 50 years, at least 40 years or older, all through my 20s. And so one of my millionaire mentors, uh, he was extremely successful, and he was basically one of my very, very best friends. And that's I go hang out with him all the time and uh, and have another friend in his you know mid-40s. You go hang out with him all the time. Other than that, I really didn't spend a lot of time with anybody. I had a lot of acquaintances, and I'd meet people in the gym, and I'd help them with you know losing weight, getting in shape. But the bottom line is I know that I had to learn what they knew. And most of these guys did not go to college at all, like zero. It's just real-life stuff that moves the needle. Yeah, I remember um, a couple of days ago in the coaches meeting, you guys were re- reading the thank you cards that you've gotten from uh, clients that you've worked with. And I don't remember who it was, but it was one client that said one of the things that you guys really helped her with was saying no to mm. the things that she didn't need to have in her life. And that's so a has real been, thrive business coaching client. Yeah. Send us a handwritten letter, which, by the way, that's all that matters to me. It's so it awesome. I'd like get teared up a little bit when we talk about it, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. I, had my, I had my breakdown on the way home about it. That's, that's what I that's love. Awesome. For. <laughs> I love it. That's what I'm all about. I'm serious. That's what I, that's why I do this. I yeah. don't really care about. The money, we have to charge money because we only operate at about 20% margin. So right. we, it costs us all of $1,300 to service an account. But the rewards that we can see in the lives of other people are profound. And we come back, I want to talk about, I want to get Eric Chupp's perspective as a business coach. Um, from your perspective, because you see it every day, how do we actually do it at the Thrive Time Show? How do you see me? How do you see the team? How do we block out negative people from the system? It's the Thrive Time Show on your radio. Stay tuned. It's your year to thrive. Yeah. Success you will find. 
ready to enter the Thrive Time Show on Talk Radio 1170. Broadcasting live from the center of the universe, it's business school without the BS. Featuring optometrist-turned-entrepreneur, Dr. Robert Zellner, with USSBA Entrepreneur of the Year, Clay Clark. All right, Thrive Nation, welcome back to the conversation. It is the Thrive Time Show on your radio. My name is Clay Clark. I'm a former USSBA Entrepreneur of the Year, and I've been sent here on a mission to get you in a great financial position. What does that mean, to be in a great financial position? What, what does it mean? I mean, what does that mean to be in a great financial situation? I'm just going to give you an example of what it means to me, and maybe this uh, doesn't uh, matter to you, but this is this is my example. Um, the other day, it was probably six, probably seven weeks ago, seven weeks ago, eight weeks ago, about two months ago, I was in line. Um, I made a mistake and I did not go to Quick Trip. It's an honest. This is an honest story. That I'm happens. sorry. I'm sorry. Because mm. yeah, it's right by this my house. There's, there's a come and go right by my house. And come and go. It's not Quick Trip. But I went in there and I, I, I first off, what I did is I didn't, I didn't, when I walked in, I didn't uh, ask the clerk, why would you name a company that? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I didn't do. Well, okay, yes. Yeah, so so I skipped uh, past that. Wow. Then as I walked in, uh, there's a person in front of me who is trying to check out. And her card got declined. And I don't think there's anybody out there who hasn't had a card expire or you haven't forgot to, you know, transfer money to a card or whatever. There's, you know, you just the point is either your card didn't work or your card got declined. I don't know the whole story. But you could tell she was kind of down on her luck and her card got declined. And the guy in front of the guy behind her was like, oh, come on. He said that out loud. Oh, come on. So she switches to another card and she's trying to buy just basic groceries, getting some milk or something. Of there gets declined. He's like, oh, come on. What a jerk. And it happens again. He's like, geez. And he just keeps talking. And you decked him? Uh, I did not. Oh. <laughs> but I did walk in front of him. And he goes, what are you doing, buddy? And I said, hey, ma'am, I'll, I'll go ahead and take care of it. You know, and it was like 20 bucks for the yeah. stuff she wanted. So I said, here you go. And paid for the thing. It was like 20 bucks. I think I gave her 20. Bill was about 17, 16 bucks. And I, the guy was like, what are you, what are you, what are you doing? Because at first thing, first thing I was just cutting in line. He's that one of those guys. And I just said, I'm taking care of it, you know. And the lady walks out, like, I, I'm so thankful. And I said, hey, don't worry about it. And she goes, uh, uh, do I, do I, I'll pay you back. I said, no, no, you don't. You just, it's just, I'm paying it forward. We all need to hand up sometimes. Don't worry about it. Th- that, to me, is what it's all about. Yeah. Um, another example is my dad, uh, when he was uh, dying from ALS, I remember he told me, he said, uh, we all got together, and he had, knew he had about three or four months left to live, and, and we, were, we were in the living room, and um, I said, uh, Dad, you know, it was my mom and my dad and other people were there. And I said, Dad, what do you want to do? You know, like your, your reunion's coming up at Waco High School. You know, you graduated from Waco. Um, I know you want to be there. You had it on your calendar before you got sick. Are you going? And he said, I, 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 uh, I want to go. And I said, uh, well, all right, let's do it. And the rest of the family's like, well, we'd have to rent a car with a lift, and then Tom, if, if if your breathing machine went off, you could die. And I'm like, well, we'll get two breathing machines. And they're like, yeah, we'd have to be in a special hotel with a hotel room with the this and the that and this one and all these financial concerns. And I'm like, well, you can only live once. I'll I'll take care of it, whatever. And so we did it. We paid the bill, you know. And and just being able to. And when my dad, when we we rolled him 
up there in his wheelchair. It was at a, a city park there, the Lions Park in Waco, Texas. There, right there on the river. Um, he rolls up in the wheelchair and he could still steer it himself. And the round of applause that he got from the people that was so exciting for me to see my father be able to have one last big moment Hoo- in hoorah. his life. And my dad, literally at the end of it, we were we're driving him out and he's having a really hard time breathing. And he looks at me, he takes his mask off, and he goes, that was the highlight of my life. That's awesome, man. And to me, like, that was the best. So it's not about the money. It's about the time freedom that it represents. It's not about the, the money. It's about the giving it represents. It's not about the income. It's about the ability to choose what you're doing with your schedule. And every day is a gift and I would just encourage you that some of you are listening to the show and you've achieved financial freedom. You've done that. But concept number three is we're talking about today. The mind is what the mind is fed. You've got to understand what Charles quoted from the Bible there. Charles Kolaw with Kolaw Fitness. He said, walk in the, in, with the wise and become wise for a companion of fools suffers harm. That's Proverbs 13, 20. Walk with the wise and become wise for a companion of fools suffers harm. So here's the practical application of this. Everybody, you need to write down five successful people that you want to spend more time with this year in the area, in these following six areas. You mean 30 separate people? It could be, or it could be you're surrounding yourself with maybe 15 people that are pretty balanced. So, Chuck, I'll go with this first one. Okay. Faith. Their normal will become your normal. So write down people you want to surround yourself with that have a similar, they, they have the faith that you want to aspire to have. Chup, you see it all the time where we'll have somebody who's a cantankerous potential client, and you see how I handle it in the meetings. Yeah. Now, I'm working on cursing less okay. in 2018. <laughs> That's how my meeting started. But when Was somebody I... comes in and they're not a good fit, yeah, and you see me behind the closed doors with the team explain why they're, we're not going to work with them, yeah. can you kind of explain, minus my cursing, what... Uh, what 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 uh, what I my thoughts are when somebody who's cantankerous wants to be a client? I would say it would be the same thoughts you have if somebody of uh, the same cut would want to be an employee. We kind of view them the same way, right? If if you want to become a client but you're not willing to put in the hours you need to actually get the things done to move the needle, then it's not going to be a good fit. If you're not going to show up for your meetings on time, it's not going to be a good fit. If you're not going to do the action items, it's not going to be a good fit. And so we will actively move from client to client. That's one awesome thing about working with you, Clay, and Dr. Zoner at this company is that we don't need every single client. We don't have to subject ourselves because to the hell so of working. Because we've been, we've been <laughs> so in seeds. Dr. Z's been yes. an optometrist for 26 years. He, this is not his full, I, This is not his number one gig, his income source. Right. Do you understand that the Thrive Time Show Business Coaching is our ministry? Like, that's what we do. That's what I'm saying. And, and uh, you know, I, back in the concrete company, we had to have every job. We had to take every job that we could bid and get. So and you so, want us to uh, uh, lay down concrete for 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 Adolf Hitler? Is his yeah, name? Pretty much. And, you're, and like, you guys are looking yeah. at the invoice. You're going, is that mm. the Adolf Hitler? And you're like, mm. uh, no, I'm actually it's for the other Adolf Hitler Museum. And you're like, I don't know, <laughs> sir. What was your name? What was the name on the invoice? It's. Sa- mm. Satan? Mm. Yeah, I think we get a tax writer. No, are you sure? Yeah. It's Satan. Satan. Luke. Satan. Luke E. Eifer? <laughs> it seems like the name Lucifer. Are you sure you want us to? 
Well, it seems like he yeah. has a pulse. We'll do the concrete because you almost have to when you, you don't. have to if if you're if you're stuck, especially in you know the commercial contract, and we talk about it all the time. Oh, you're yeah. stuck in that invoicing cycle of 30, 60, 90 days. You got to have cash, so you got to take those jobs. But that's what I would say about you know the, we keep people out of our system just like we would keep uh, employees out of our system if they're not going to be a good fit for the culture, which Clay and Doctor Zellner have intentionally thought about and put systems Why in do place. Why do people want to be in the system? This is what I can't understand. I don't understand. Well, they see the fruits, but they don't they don't want to take the action to get there and then they want to blame other people and that's what makes them become negative charles i've got a funny story for you okay there was a person who wanted to be a client and he goes i want to get in the news i want you guys to help me with my pr i want to help i want to see if you guys can get me in the news i've seen you get dr z in the news and you've been in the news i mean bloomberg and you guys have been in like yahoo and forbes and fast company i want to do that and i said well the first thing we have to make is a pr kit which will state your actual resume in writing, because the media wants to know your background. And I said, so you've, you've told me you're a decorated member of the military. I just want to know, we could put on the bio, what years did you serve and what awards did you get? And he goes, well, I actually didn't get any awards. <laughs> and I'm going, okay, well, you said here you're a decorated, you're the top in your industry. What awards have you won? He goes, I made all that stuff up. I mean, really? Really? And so I, I said, I can't help you get on the on the news because I can't put a perm on a frog. And he goes, what? I go, that's the thing I say all the time. I can't put a perm on a frog. You're not the real deal. But, but Charles, you see this in fitness. There's somebody who wants to hire a personal trainer and then yell at them every day when they don't show up. Yeah. Can yes. you explain that? Why do people want to hire a personal trainer and then not show up and then yell at you for not reminding them? Yeah, uh, well... The big thing is, is most people don't have motivation and, you know, when they don't show up, uh, th that doesn't help motivate you at all. You know, <laughs> so if you're the trainer and you're not showing up and, you know, you're not going to help motivate a client. I want to get I want to get Steve's take on this and I want to get Charles take on this and I want to get Chubb's take on us when we get back. This is the this is the question. We come back. How do you guys motivate yourself? Because I know there's somebody listening today who is not motivated how do you i want you guys to just write down some tips because i wanted to really tap into your genius on this how do you motivate yourself but chup for all the listeners out there who are thoroughly motivated but they just want to know what do i need to do on a practical level what do i need to do chup tell us tell them about the workshop and how can they all get free tickets my man all right so just find us on itunes okay thrive time show and you want to subscribe to the podcast yes subscribe leave us a review click the stars write in the words tell us what you think what you want to hear more of what give you us an objective review an objective yeah, an review objective okay? five star review screenshot that don't review. say five stars <laughs> objective review screenshot the review uh e email it to info at thrive 15 e info at thrive 15.com include your phone number and we're gonna get you two free tickets to the conference stay tuned